You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. Today on the morning edition, a snow removal nightmare. Snowplow operators hard to clear the streets, but one man says he got more than what he bargained for. We'll tell you what happened and how the community is responding. Plus, the first avian influenza death reported in an endangered mammal species. We'll have those details and why it's sparking concern among scientists and experts. And Kitty makes history. We'll check in with the cat who set sail as part of a boat's crew in the annual Sydney to Hobart yacht race. Details on Holly's journey as the morning edition starts now. Good Wednesday morning, everyone. Thanks for waking up with us today. Can't wait to hear more about little Ollie and his journey. He's with a cat on a boat. I love that so That's much. That right there, that sounds like the life. You got the sun, you got paradise, water, and all the fish he could ask for surrounding him. And I guess you got food for free food for the cat too with the fish. Ah, uh, to be Ollie. <laughs> looking more forward, uh, looking forward to hearing more from that. As far as those tempters this morning to get you out the door, uh, we've got many locations sitting in the teens and the twenties, so uh, still sitting on the cooler side. Although what we are expected to see. Uh, through the day after that sunshine that we did see yesterday as those clouds expected to increase back across South Central. Already beginning to see that for coastal regions where those temperatures are actually sitting in the 30s and the 40s uh, as we start off the morning. 21 degrees is where we're currently sitting at. Winds out of the north-northwest uh, at 7 miles per hour. So we are seeing a wind chill uh, sitting in the teens as we head through the first part of the day. And with those winds still staying with us, uh, don't be surprised if for a large portion of our Wednesday we see those uh, wind chills remain in the teens, uh, at least for inland locations where we're still seeing many locations sitting uh, in the low to mid 20s. 27 in Kenai, 39 degrees in Homer as well as Seward, uh, while the warm spot is Cordova at 44 degrees. Now, inland areas, uh, we'll see some isolated to scattered snow showers today. The closer you live towards the Gulf Coast region, uh, the better your chance of seeing that. Uh, areas into the valley may see some flurry potential. Uh, and for the Anchorage Bowl, possibly some isolated showers into the evening. Uh, out near the coast, we're expected to see more in the way of a, a wintry mix, if not rain, where those temperatures are continuing to warm. So uh, that active weather, once again, building back in across South Central. We do have a winter weather advisory for Thompson Pass that begins at 9 a.m. this morning. Uh, that's for 4 to 10 inches of snowfall with gusts up to 40 miles per hour uh, and visibility down to a half a mile. So uh, with this uptick in activity, we're also seeing that uh, avalanche danger increase back across South Central winds uh, for the past hour have been gusting anywhere from about 20 to 30 miles per hour, and those winds will stay with us through the day. Uh, gusty conditions in the valley will subside into the afternoon hours, uh, but still expected to see some areas of blowing snow. Temperatures mid to upper 20s today, warmer near the Gulf Coast region. I'll have more details on that for you coming up. I can understand a lot of snow this year, but uh, you know, be be courteous of people's yards and people's driveways. The heavy snow and dealing with its removal this season has been a huge frustration for many of us, but one Anchorage man says he's fed up with the Muni after what he says snowplow operators left in front of his home. He claims a city snowblower left his front yard full of snow. Lauren Maxwell spoke with him and street maintenance officials and tells us what we need to know about what's legal. 
One thing you'll notice about this Wonder Park neighborhood is there is a lot of snow. But Jim Corso says he never imagined so much of it would end up in his front yard. I could hear him coming, and I looked out there, and I went, no. And I went out here and come out, and I went, no. <laughs> Corso watched Friday morning as he says city crews blew the snow from the street over his fence and into his yard, into a towering pile. A few of the neighbors got some, but they put it on the outside of the fence instead of inside. Corso's biggest worry wasn't for himself. <laughs> it was for his dog, Remy. If she wanted to, she could now easily walk over the fence and into the street. See, that's what I'm afraid of. Anchorage Street maintenance staff confirmed he called them to see what could be done. His comment to me, we have a right of way 15 feet into your yard to do what we need to do, and that's what they did. When we called street maintenance, staff told us city plows do have a right of way where they can legally push snow or blow snow. In most cases, the right-of-way extends 30 feet from the center of the road in either direction. That means snow could end up in someone's yard. But street maintenance staff say they try to be a good neighbor. And in Corso's case, they came back out to take a look. Turns out, they say his fence, like fences attached to many older homes, was built 10 feet into the right-of-way. Even so, given the situation with Corso's dog, they promised to come back and clean up the mess. Lauren Maxwell, Alaska's news source. Street maintenance told us they plan to send a crew out Tuesday evening to take care of several berms around Corso's property, as well as remove the snow inside his fence. A Washington man is sentenced to a year on house arrest and two years of supervised release for harassment on an Alaska Airlines flight from Seattle to Anchorage in April of last year. The District of Alaska U.S. Attorney's Office says 38-year-old Adam Seymour attempted to grope a passenger, threatened to kill a different passenger, and assaulted a third. Documents also say he told passengers the plane was going to crash. New details on the ongoing fight over books removed from Matsu School Libraries, the ACLU and the Northern Justice Project want a federal judge to immediately return the more than 50 challenged books to library shelves. The group first uh, filed suit in the case back in November, but now a new filing claims plaintiffs will suffer irreparable harm unless the books are returned now. They are suing on behalf of several families and students. The books, including Slaughterhouse-Five and The Bluest Eye, were taken off shelves after complaints from some parents. One argued that reading certain books could steal the innocence of children. But the suit says removing the books violates students' constitutional rights of free speech and expression. A Matsu school district has not responded to the latest filing. Scientists are reporting the first avian influenza death in an Alaska polar bear, and it's causing the concern of the virus is spreading rapidly. Lexi Alverton tells us what this could mean for Alaska's Arctic communities and animals. Anytime you find uh, a new species that's affected is more information and, and more data that we need to try to understand what this virus is uh, capable of doing. Dr. Bob Gerlach, the Alaska State veterinarian, says a young polar bear found dead by a North Slope wildlife team in Ukiagvik is now confirmed to have been killed by avian influenza, known more commonly as bird flu. More tests were run on samples of tissues of the polar bear because it is listed under the Endangered Species Act. It and three Three foxes, a brown bear, and black bear in Alaska have been attributed to bird flu. We're seeing it from uh, 2022 and 2023 being 
very impactful and having a, a big uh, impact on both domestic poultry and wild birds and now uh, terrestrial mammals. Dr. Gerlach says he assumes the mammal species that have been affected ate a bird which had the virus. That includes the case of the polar bear, although they typically eat seal. Studies conducted by USGS and U.S. Fish and Wildlife show the virus can stay active for long periods of time in cold temperatures. They've actually collected uh, samples from uh, water and sediment in the fall and found the avian influenza. And in the spring, when they thawed out, they were able to recover the, the virus again. Alaska is a central location for migratory waterfowl as well, with birds coming from North America and Asia. Their interactions causing the virus to spread in Alaska. Dr. Gerlach is concerned about the virus spreading to Alaska's marine animals too, especially since South America's sea lion and seal populations have already been hit. There's some sort of adaptation that this virus has that makes it different and unique from others that it's, it's hanging around and being able to go ahead and be, get into a reservoir species and then keep coming back. The ultimate concern is it can be a threat to people. <clears throat> and so far at this point, the risk to people is extremely low. Researchers who study domestic animals are working with public health to better understand how the virus is changing and if there will be continued threats to other animals over time. Researchers rely in part on the public to help inform local wildlife biologists and health authorities to investigate any problems further. These uh, morbidity mortalities are really important with respect to how we understand what's going on and how this is going to impact us up here in Alaska. Lexi Elverton, Alaska's news source. Dr. Gerlach says if you see something unusual, report it. And if you come across a dead or sick animal, don't touch it. You're asked to instead call the U.S. Fish and Wildlife's Dead Bird Hotline or contact a local fish and game office. We're nearing the end of an era. You're at Alaska's news source. In case you missed it, our very own Maria Downey announced she will be retiring at the end of this month. The veteran anchor and journalist announced her plans to retire with a final broadcast on Alaska's news source set for January 6th. You can expect to see, or January 26th, rather. You can expect to see more of Maria and her illustrious career here in Alaska over the coming weeks. But in her 6 p.m. newscast last night, she spoke briefly about her upcoming departure. It's bittersweet, but along with the new year comes a new chapter for me. After 38 years here at the station and 43 years total in Alaska news, I plan to retire later this month. My station friends here and colleagues have been aware my, for my plans for quite some time, very good keeping a secret, and they've <laughs> helped with the transition. Well, I will really miss covering the news of this great state and sharing that all with you each night. It's now time to spend more time with my family and friends and maybe even have a normal dinner hour. <laughs> Sounds oh, nice. Oh, Maria went on to say that she wanted to give viewers a bit of a warning because you all have been an important part of her life for so many years. And you can read more about Maria's storied career and accomplishments on alaskasnewsource.com. And of course, we wish her a wonderful retirement. We're not saying see you later just yet. Again, Maria's last day is January 26th. You can catch her here on Alaska's News Source weekdays at 6 until then. Still ahead, a new year often brings with it the hope of accomplishing goals or making resolutions. But as we know, change can be hard. Change is not like a light switch. It is a process. We will share advice from experts on how to keep that change going well into the new year.
Avalanche danger increasing across South Central with this next incoming storm. We'll see some breezy conditions remaining. I'll have more details on that. But first, sunrise this morning, 10-12. Sunset, 356, sitting at 5 hours and 43 minutes of daylight. Turning to weather now, Aaron, you say there's a bit of avalanche danger. Yeah, we're seeing that rising avalanche danger. Really already beginning to see that increase to high at all levels with that incoming storm. Yesterday, we saw some gusty conditions across South Central. Some of those highest winds were through the valley, Matanuska Valley, as well as out towards Portage Valley. Some of those higher elevations out towards Seward, as well as Kodiak. And those winds are continuing this morning. Still seeing some gusts anywhere from about 30 to 45 miles per hour, but we're also dealing with additional rain uh, and snow that's falling across South Central or will uh, begin to really fall across the region as we uh, progress through the rest of your Wednesday. Winds across the state still quite gusty, 18 miles per hour in Wasilla, 36 in St. Paul, 47 mile per hour wind gust uh, in Keene Cove, while Unalakleet is seeing some of those higher wind speeds uh, upwards of about 60 miles per hour. We're still seeing many areas uh, remaining up under winter weather alerts from blizzard warnings to winter storm warnings, uh, as well as some wind advisories. Now that high wind warning that we did see uh, out towards uh, southwest Alaska, where we did see gusts to 70 miles per hour, that uh, just dropped, but we're still seeing uh, the blizzard warning with gusts to 50 miles per hour. Then as you head through the Yukon Delta, a gust up to 40 miles per hour. Now snow, not much accumulation. We're talking about anywhere from one to three inches. Uh, biggest concern will be that limited visibility as those winds uh, will remain quite gusty. Here across South Central, you can see that rain and snow beginning to spread across the region. Uh, inland areas, we'll see some isolated snow showers arriving into the afternoon and evening hours. Uh, while the Gulf Coast region holds on to a mixed bag of precip, you can see those winds themselves still gusting out of the northeast, shifting out of the east as you head uh, towards uh, the Gulf Coast region. And those winds themselves still gusting anywhere from about 5 to 20 miles per hour. Uh, that's sustain, uh, sustained wind speeds with slightly higher gusts. Uh, that's occurring uh, so far this morning. So with that being the case, wind chills will likely stay in the teens uh, for the remainder of your Wednesday. And you can see those temperatures today uh, expected to warm back into the mid-20s, possibly even the upper 20s uh, into the afternoon hours. Limited sunshine can be expected, although we could see a sliver of it uh, for the first part of the morning. But there's that storm system we continue to watch, rather large low uh, that has been strengthening. It's going to stall out just to the southwest uh, Bristol Bay as we head through the uh, evening hours. And then you can see from Wednesday on, uh, Wednesday evening on into Thursday, that storm system does begin to weaken, but we still keep that active weather with us. Uh, although tonight into tomorrow brings our better opportunity for both south central and southeast uh, to see that rain and snow sticking around uh, with us. In fact, here across the Anchorage Bowl, we could see some light accumulation as we welcome in our Thursday morning. Warm near the Gulf Coast region with temperatures in the 30s and the 40s. Uh, breezy conditions remain uh, with some areas of wintry mix. We got those temperatures uh, 29 in Valdez, 43 in Cordova, zero degrees in Golcana. Uh, the Valley going to see those highs pushing 30 degrees today. So uh, noticeably warmer from uh, what we did see as we closed out 2023. That uh, active weather has made a return to the region. We're going to continue to keep that chance for some snow with us. Uh, again, some light accumulation through tomorrow morning. Highs make a run back near freezing. And then as we close out this week and welcome in next week, highs drop back into the mid-20s. And Kristen, still looking at the possibility for more snow. All right. Thanks, Aaron. 
Well, we may get frustrated with the weather sometimes here in Alaska, but we can't deny it is beautiful. Every day our viewers share photos and videos with us, and we put the best ones on air. In case you missed our special Picture Alaska, be sure to check it out on our free streaming channels, our YouTube channel, or at alaskasnewsource.com. All the best and most memorable photos are put together in one exciting half hour. It's a time of year when we set out to make a better version of ourselves, but research shows many people give up on resolutions within weeks, sometimes even days into a new year. Mandy Gaither shares tips on how to make your 2024 resolutions stick. From exercising more to eating better, if you're looking to make a change in the new year, you're not alone, but bad habits can be hard to shift. Change is not like a light switch. It is a process. Clinical psychologist Susan Alberts with Cleveland Clinic says the first way to help make resolutions stick is to be specific about our goals. Our brains love to know the direction that we are going. So instead of saying, I want to exercise more, make a specific goal, such as 20 minutes of walking a day. This is going to make you much more successful in completing this goal. Albert says to also be realistic. Setting goals that aren't sustainable can make resolutions fall flat. This is because we tend to set behaviors that are too different from where we are at at this very moment. Anticipating obstacles. This is a helpful strategy for continuing resolutions. Albert says stopping a behavior is harder than starting one. So instead of trying not to eat any more junk food, she says to try setting a goal to eat more fruits and veggies. And finally, link a new behavior to an existing one. For example, if you drink coffee every morning, but you want to start exercising, link the exercise to drinking the coffee. Have it be the very next behavior that you do. For Health Minute, I'm Mandy Gaither. Alvarez says it's always good to set resolutions with others. She says creating a goal list with your family can help keep everyone accountable and engaged and help everyone stay on the same page throughout the year. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcasts from Alaska's news source automatically and stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska's news source app.